You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it had a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. Hello world. How's everybody doing this evening? Happy Memorial Day. We got a special treat for you guys just because we know that Bengals fans are the most special fans on earth. I got no other, none other than my bro, Rennell Wren, checking in, defensive line, Bengals. Talk to the people about what's going on with you, sir. Man, everything's been going good. Just um, blessed to see each and every day. Just get up and going out there and grind and doing what I love and just... um showing the Bengals fans in the, in the near future, which is this upcoming season, of what everything we have in store. Um, we picked up a lot more tools on offense and defensive side of the ball, um, and we're just getting after it. I'm glad you, 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 you even said that because sometimes we'll talk to people and they'll be like, I don't know who they got. So it's very clear that you've been watching what the Bengals have done this offseason. And you seem like just by you saying that, like you like some of the stuff that they've done. Is there any players that just stick out to you just based off of you just saying that, that, that you're looking forward to playing with? Man, just the fact that I don't want to point no fingers at who's doing more and who's doing less. It's just the fact that um, that everybody that's been drafted under Zach Taylor for this year's draft, um, just being able to trust the rookies coming from college to the NFL, um, even though things can be – more faster, you know, quicker off the ball and more, you know, higher higher level of IQ and everything. We drafted you for a reason and it's to contribute until, you know, the Bengals offensive line or defensive line and, and so forth. So um, I'm ready to get after it. I'm excited for, you know, the rookies that came in and doing their work and taking the constructive criticism and it's all going to put into forth and all going to put into work when it comes down to it in August. No, facts. So we, we kind of talked about the new additions with the rookies. There was 
new addition on the coaching staff, um, the defensive line coach Marlon Hobby. What was just your take, or what has been your take on Marlon Hobby as a coach? Man, McCall, Coach Hobby is a is a great coach. Um, fundamentally sound. Um, it's it's a couple. It's a few new techniques that we've been doing per to our uh, last defensive line coach, but everything that he's been putting in the midst and everything we've been adapting to it and just getting after it. Um, you just got to be able to uh, get out of your comfort zone and just saying, well, I'll do this and do that. No, it's either their way or you can find yourself doing something somewhere else. And, you know, everybody got a, everybody got a job there to do. So it's, it's been great so far. That's kind of crazy because I don't think an average fan thinks that y'all probably would even get into technique and stuff that early. Like, how soon, I guess, after he was hired, what do y'all, like, get technique stuff from the Zoom or are you just talking about from the very first days of OCAs just now? Should we do it from both, really, and you really just got to perfect on your crowd every single day, you know, during the off season, take a little bit, you know, here and there off, but it's all grind more at the end, at the end of the day. You know, we have four months completely off. Um, without reaching our teams and so forth. And it's all about discipline and training yourself and learning new techniques and, you know, just doing a little fundamental work that'll get your, your mind and body right and everything because all that stuff um, puts into play when you come back to the organization and do, you know, off-season training activities and training camp and so forth. Um, that off-season stuff puts into play for sure. In, in the all season, I seen a, a a video of Miles Garrett dunking. I don't know if y'all you seen that the other day. Miles Garrett was going to the paint and dunking. Mm-hmm. People don't know you were um a center at one that's, point. That's what I'm and saying. You, and you play basketball pretty damn good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you do you play basketball now in the all season? And what you say the Miles Garrett thing? How do you feel about just going one on one? Just a little pickup basketball right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing that at all. Um, you just got really put into play that, you know, we can't do everything that, you know, normal people do outside of what we got going on. Because, you know, um, a little, if you hit a little ankle sprain or if you do this and do that, you know, some can happen. You just never know if I want to go on a motorcycle or if I want to go, you know, skydiving or get on the jet skis and everything. I had to put into thought that, you know, I have a, a job coming right. forth and I just have to be serious about it and I just got to think twice about some things but you know basketball is good cardio good conditioning and so forth um I used to love basketball back in high school but I remember my coach telling me saying you can't play both f- football and basketball and I got to do one or the other so me playing center I couldn't dribble to save my life but just done on everybody I'm like yeah let me put uh some more of my effort into football and this is where God has me so I'm very blessed for this no, definitely a blessing. And you, you kind of talked about basketball being your first love growing up. I'm just curious, like, what's the most, um, the highest amount of points that you scored in a in a single basketball game? If I would think about it, I, I ain't going to, I ain't going to lie or none. I think at least 20, 25 points. Okay. Somewhere. So you was getting them like diesel in the paint then. That's what I'm saying. That's what yes, I was sir. going for, to be honest, just backing people down and just, uh, a lot of people were saying, like, man, you got that little football strength that you're doing playing basketball. I'm like, man, <laughs> come on now. It just made perfect sense. It just made perfect sense. Right. When I, when I, I was about to say, when I, I, w- I think a lot of people want to see Garrett versus you on the basketball court. Or, or just big guys going at it, man. I just think that that would be something crazy. Like, do you do any other offseason stuff that maybe that 
maybe the average fan doesn't know. Because a lot of times, you know, I think from a player standpoint, it's not like you want to show but so much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, is there something that you ever feel like, man, like, I, I wouldn't mind showing people my strength? Man, to be honest, uh, I'm very competitive in the weight room. Uh, other than that, you know, the basketball and all that stuff, I just put that to the side and I just really take, like, ownership in my my body and everything and just had to – well, I was telling um, Ace, I just had to think twice before I, I do something and everything. But um, really this offseason, I really haven't done anything except for just – training and rehabilitation uh stuff like that and just been you know taking it day by day and been feeling stronger been feeling real better uh mentally physically emotionally and all that stuff so um we're heading towards the right path no that's fact so taking it back you talked about uh zach taylor's draft class you were part of the first zach taylor draft class taking it back to your draft day what was that experience like for you Man, taking it back to the draft day back in 2019, man, it was just uh, just a little kid's dream, just waiting for their name to be called, you know, on a, being broadcast, you know, to thousands of people just just watching, you know, the draft and all that stuff. It was it was a blessing to get drafted and just that heartfelt moment. I was my heart was pumping. I was ready. I was excited and. I was telling them, man, fly me out tomorrow. I'm ready to go and everything. But, you know, it was a certain, you know, guideline we had to follow. But it was good. It was great, man. You know, uh, I know everybody that gets drafted is very excited. And to people that don't get drafted, there's still opportunity. Um, there's always an underdog phase that we all had to go through just about how you obtain it and just pursue through it. When when you got drafted from Arizona State, right, and then you went in the fourth round, what was the buzz like, I guess, around that time? I know you said you were excited, ready to get into it. Do you feel like uh, just like just the – I can't imagine like the stress or whatever, like just right. you don't know where you're going to get picked. Do you feel like you came off the board like where you thought it was or was it like a tense moment where you were just like it caught you all, all surprised? Man, so the process of – you know, doing that stuff. Um, I had the Reese's Senior Bowl the early of um, January of 2019, the Reese's Senior Bowl. I had the Combine, the Pro Day, and I had meetings with coaches I had to fly out to. Um, coaches came to Arizona State to, you know, put me to the test with what they got going on, had to do bag drills and all that stuff. And it was just a lot. And um, I, was pre- I was predicted to go between third and fourth round anyway. Um, but the time when I got drafted, there was a lot of defensive alignment prospects anyway, like, uh, Quentin Williams and Christian Wilkins and, um, Nick Bosa. And now, you know, it, it was, it was a lot of dilemma that came out. So I was very fortunate that I was, you know, uh, did, got selected in the fourth round. Did you know the Bengals had you on the radar or was it, did that catch you off guard? I know that's, the senior bowl probably played a big part in it. That definitely did catch me off guard. Um, only interview with only interview with them once. I was talking to Coach Ethan, the defensive line coach at the combine. Had a little five minute talk, but after that, I never heard from the Bengals. After that, um, not even a pre draft process or anything. So yeah. definitely was caught by surprise. Definitely, definitely. So you you kind of talked about going through the draft and all of that. 
Um, sometimes when those players get to the league, they like to get a gift for their mom or their parents mm-hmm. uh, for for saying thank you for for helping you get to that stage. You ended up getting your mom a XT5. Can you just explain what kind of happiness and how that moment was when you were able to do something nice like that for your mom? Man, it was a great blessing. Um, it's just the fact of, you know, my mom and dad sacrificed a lot for me, you know, growing up and all that. Um a lot of money has been um, distinguished between them for me to go to school and go to all these uh, little combines during high school and all that, driving hours to, you know, my AAU, you know, basketball um, journeys and all that and just football in general. And um, at the time, my mom also needed a car, too. So I was like, man, what, what, what a great thing to be able to, you know, be financially stable and also take care of your parents, too. And it was it was good to treat her with the car that she wanted, and man, it's just just so more so much more of a excitement to come, you know, just being able to give back. I mean, like, all right, you talking about your mom, which is so awesome because we on the holiday or whatever. Did you do anything with your family today, or is it you know like was it just more like a chill day or whatever? For me, yeah. I just finished. Eating with my fam not too long ago. I know Ace was with his fam earlier today. Like, no, I, I, I called them. I Facetimed them. I'm actually in Ohio, so uh, okay. Uh, a nice amount of people from my team traveled back to their families and back to their hometowns and everything. I just stayed up here just to um, relax and recover and just, just, just staying, just keeping my head high and staying focused and all that. Just well, we want to tell, we want to tell Mama Ren. You know, happy Memorial Day. We want to give a shout out to your fam, too, for, you know, making sure that you stay humble as you are and being like cool as hell, bro. Like, I really appreciate that. Nah, facts. And also, we got to congratulate you on your engagement. And I got to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh What's harder? Because I'm married. Zim's married. We've been, we, well, he's about to get married here in October. Um, So he's going through the same, same thing. What's harder? Planning a wedding? Or tackling Lamar Jackson? That's a good question. Playing the wedding. <laughs> I would you, bro. Wedding. Yes, sir. Playing the wedding, man. Man, it's, it's stressful. I'm like, man, we just getting to the names. I'm already ready to give it to my mom and say, hey, mom, just, just take care of this for me, you know. Um, it's just my phase of just being lackadaisical at times and everything. But, yeah, playing the wedding is, is a lot. And definitely it's going to be a lot more towards when we come during the season and the wedding player has to ask me and my fiance questions and all that. I'm going to be at practice, tired, coming at the games and all that. I'm like, but you know, everything's going to work out. Definitely. It it always does, man. Sometimes that, that invite list can be like those training camp cuts. Some people got to get cut. Yes, <laughs> you ain't, you ain't lying, man. Right, man. I, I mean, I'm in the same boat that you're in right now. And it's just, it's one of them things where, I came into it thinking like, well, I mean, for me, I feel like I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. But it's like it's a little bit bigger than that when you got a partner tied to you in, in making decisions and stuff, too. So that's the tricky part to me, because I will just be like, yeah, just give me that guy. Give me that person. Give me that photographer. Give me that cake person. Oh, nah, no, no. Let's run it. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't work like that. So talk, talk to me. Uh, um, um, now, I didn't know that. So congratulations. Like. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Does your your fiance have any ties to the Lou? Because I know you're from St. Louis, correct? Right. She's from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Yep. 
Okay, but in uh, St. Louis, did that have anything to do uh, with your upbringing or how you got to this part right now? Talk to us about St. Louis a little bit. Like, what was that like for you? Man, St. Louis been, you know, born and raised from there. Um, it's, it's a few people that came out of uh, St. Louis, um, you know, basketball and football-wise. You know, Jason Tatum, the plays with Celtics. I used to play uh, – we used to play on the same AAU team, the St. Louis oh, Eagles man. back then. Um I know Ezekiel Elliott, I used to play against him, uh, two private league schools. Um, I know a few boys that I've been growing up with that plays for uh, the Texans and the Cardinals now and everything. Um, St. Louis, is, it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice city, man. And just being able to, you know, come out, you know, from just having somewhat things but still blessed for whatever you have and just being able to, you know, provide now, now that you're being able to, you know, you're financially stable and all that. And it's just growing up in a, in a very, you know, warm and household with two parents that are still married. Um, glory to God for that, man. Just still, you know, getting me on my heads and toes about, you know, what to do and what not to do and everything. So um, growing up in St. Louis, growing up with a good household, everything's been good. You know, life hits you with challenges all the time. And thank God they were there, too. And, you know, man, it's, I can't complain at all. No, that's fact. So, obviously, for me, when I think about St. Louis, and you probably hear this a lot, because me being from Ohio, everybody's always like, oh, did y'all listen to Bow Wow? Obviously, Nelly is from there. But, like, <laughs> switching gears to music, who are some of the artists that you listen to now or that you get that you get hyped to before a game? Man. To be honest, shoot, I'm a I'm an old school type of guy, man. Old R and B. All my people listen to the, you know, Temptations and all that. You know, yeah. the stylistics, uh, Luther Vandross and all that. So it ain't yeah. really no pump music to get me going like that. To be honest, which may be weird, you know, according to society now. But shoot, I just be more relaxed than anything, man. Shoot, being focused is probably more. You know, like you could spend so much and exert so much energy. Getting pumped up, you get out there to the field, and you might be a little gassed, or you you know that's one last Man. push that you probably got trying to get all that and energy out that way. It, it's not far from the norm because we asked AJ Green, he was like, "I don't listen to music before I go out and, mm -hmm. and do my thing." So it's it's not. Uh, it's remember, remember, Carl, remember, Carl said he listens to like movie excerpts, like before yeah. he would go out. Yeah, I remember. Something. Yeah, I remember seeing a couple. I was like, "Oh man, that's 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 new." Right, uh, it's a lot of different things people be doing. One one of my mentors sent me a link one time, and it had like a bunch of different like speeches from different movies and stuff like that, or like somewhere just cut down clips into like ten minute things and stuff. Like I would prepare myself to like start off my work day or whatever. Like so, it's it's not that far fetched. I do listen to a lot of music that be turned up though. I ain't gonna lie to, you. but I switch it up too though. My same playlist that might have a whole bunch of like whatever trap music or whatever on it right now. It, it also has Michael Jackson and Prince on it too. So, you know, oh. I, I, I for sure mix it up. That's very important. Go, go I want to go back to St. Louis real quick. You said Tatum, right? right. So are, right now, are you watching the playoffs? And if you, and if you are, are you like rooting for the Celtics because of Tatum or do you have like another dog in the fight? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for the Celtics for sure. Uh, I'm not really a basketball fan like that no more. Um, I watched it. I watched the you know the playoffs a couple times, but not like right. through just the little highlights and everything. But when I be scrolling through Twitter, um, a lot of talk been a lot of talk has been talking about Jason Tatum. Um, right. Definitely excited for him. 
and God has definitely blessed him in his life and everything. And, you know, the best is yet to come for him because, you know, ain't no stopping from here. Right. He's emerging as probably like a top five and, and maybe top three player in the NBA. Like, and it's funny, like we uh, I think we were talking to Fred Johnson, I think, last week. Yeah, he was saying that he wasn't watching any of the basketball. But I'm going to tell you, man, like last year was a little a little boring, I think, maybe because the fans weren't there. But this year. Yeah, it's crazy. With the exception of the bad fans that are throwing stuff and other random stuff like that, with the exception of that, it has added a little bit of like spice to it that the fans are now back. It's pretty turnt, and you're getting performances like 50 point performances instead from Tatum, and it's a bunch that's, of crazy that's stuff. Crazy, that's crazy, man. He's dropping 50. I mean, guys are dropping 44, 50 like every other night. And like, last year, a lot of people were kind of not healthy. Right now. The majority of the players, I feel like, are in the league. Like, I, I remember last year I was watching a lot of games and saying, dang, I wish they had such and such, or I wish they had whatever. Exactly. Like, a lot of players are out there, so you get to see, like, the best of the best. So I would encourage everybody, check out the playoffs. It's, it's pretty fun. Man. I want to go into some of the um, some of the questions. Ace, I know you, uh, you had some people that had to ask some questions online on Twitter. I don't know if you had those pulled up. I had one um, – my man Diddy, who is always saying here, shout out to Diddy. If you ever see Diddy on your Twitter, Instagram, whatever, Renell, this is an ultimate Bengal fan. He he always supports us. He said, How did you stay in shape while taking the year off? How I stay in shape while taking a year off. Man, just it's so man, just taking a year off. Just you just had to really have that mindset to just get after it and just you know it's been a few times it's been you know a nice amount of times where i woke up and then just feeling like lazy and everything but you know i want to be able to provide provide for my family and then being able to you know um have enough have enough assets and everything to where like i don't have to work for anybody in the long run and everything to sit back and relax you know um enjoy my family and everything but um it's really it's really like i ain't have no choice but to, you know, work out and do what I had to do because, you know, either that or, you know, people be losing jobs and you be out scattered, you know, doing nothing. So, you know, I love the game of football and I love working out and staying in shape. That's my main thing. So I just it wasn't really that hard for me. But I had a few days where like, oh, man, I had to do this again. But I know the best is yet to come for that. No, that's facts. And I remember when we first picked you. Um, Geno Atkins kind of sought you out and said that you could be very special in this league uh, based on things that you were able to do with your physical abilities. And we have a question here from Matt Snyder on Twitter. He asked, how valuable was it to be able to learn from the pros like Geno Atkins and DJ Reader and adding to your own game? Exactly. Um, it was a lot of um, good insights from DJ Reader and Geno. Um, unfortunate to still have uh, DJ still um, with the Bengals, you know, even though he signed like a, I think it's a four or five year contract, but anything can happen nowadays. But just learn from Gino in my past uh, couple of years there, you know, he, he he be goofing a lot, but he really be having me on my P's and Q's when we had practice. Um, he's a different breed. Gino's a different breed. I mean, he don't use a lot of finesse moves. He just counter and work back inside or he uses a straight to bull rush and everything. And it's crazy. Um I learned a lot from him and DJ Rear, you know, me and him training right now to get back healthy and all that stuff. But everything's been good with him. He's just uh, 
his craft, his craft is good too. You know, just being able to be a, a big defensive lineman and the movement that we have to do to be versatile and all that stuff. You know, every everything's working good with us. So there, there's a lot of fans online because Gino is still out there as a free agent, right? Currently, right now, I don't know if you noticed, but you have 15 defensive line on your roster right now, right? Um, I'm me just doing the math, me just talking about the legacy of Geno Atkins. I just couldn't see a scenario where him where he would probably come back and just play the background role, or you know, like I don't feel like he's there that at, at that point in his career. Do right. you see any scenario without, I guess, getting into the business side of things, whatever, that you could see him possibly coming back? Man, me and Gino talk uh, here and there. Um, we don't really talk about football. We just be goofing around. But to be honest, for me uh, personally, um, he could either come back and do what he do and contribute, or he can just sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of his life, you know, with his family and all that stuff. But um, so, you, so you think retirement might be a possibility for Gino Agnes? It could. It could be. It could not. Um, you know, from him, uh, ask how he's doing. Is he healthy and everything? He said everything's been going good. He still, he still feel like he can get off the ball and everything. So everybody's body is different. Um, if it was personally thinking how many more years he would have on this play, I'd say like two or three personally from my opinion. But, you know, you just never know. As long as your body, you could, you could be going for days. I posted a picture of him like two weeks ago just eating some ice cream. Uh-huh. He looks like a damn Olympian, bro. <laughs> like He's still working out. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one one thing I wanted to ask you about Ronell is I know last year around this time I was really excited for you because you had a, a, a big opportunity. You still had an opportunity now, but I know you were talking about playing the defensive end position in the big package in the 34. Is that still going to be your role going forward or is are there certain roles? That, I don't know if you're at liberty to say those particular roles, right. but I know you're a versatile player. Is that something that they see you in on this defense because – Last year they were changing the defense a little bit, tweaking it up um, from what it was before. Is is that going to be something similar to your role now? Yeah, it was going to be something similar still. Um, you are definitely correct. Um, I want to put too much on the table, but um, they're putting people in the right position for us to win games. So wherever they put me at, um, I'm going to get after it, and I'm going to help us win. And I'm just going to – I'm sorry, Zim, I got to cut you off, but I've, I've had this, this thing that I want to see. I don't know if it's going to happen. But I want to see you and Shelvin next to each other. And I just want to dare anybody to try to run against our defensive line <laughs> with y'all two big brothers in there. Man, I'm saying, yeah, I seen him last week. I think he about like 6'2", 350. I'm like, right. man, if you don't stop this run, dog, then shoot, I don't know what to say. But <laughs> he's going he's to be good. He's going to stuff that middle up. Um, We're going to protect the heart of our defense. And man, we should. I can't wait. We're gonna get after it. And you know, it's time flying by. It's about to be June tomorrow already. Right. So, dude, we just gotta get after it and just you know stay on our P's and Q's. Right. Um. Just uh. And I don't want to make this about like other players, but so much. But I think uh by you just saying that you're working out with DJ Reader right now, can you give us like an update on how how's he, how's he looking? And then uh secondly or whatever. What does he bring to the team that people probably just did? You know, we got a small sample size of it. And right. people that go back and watch games, like, we're like, yeah, that's a big difference maker. Exactly. Um, can you speak to some of that, please? Right, yeah. So, yeah, DJ Ritter, he's a, he's a good guy. Um, his progression is good. Um, I don't want to speak too much on him personally because I don't know how much I can say out there 
for everybody watching and seeing because at, at the end of the day, um, it's really not nobody's business but him. Uh, right. But he he's still moving good. He's still he's still versatile and everything. And just for him to be wearing like I think three thirty, you know, three three twenty five, three thirty, and just being able to move like that is impressive. Um, he brings a lot to the table. Um, stuff in the run, uh, rushing the passer and everything. Um, he brings a lot. So you know, it's going it's going to be a a lot of excitement coming this upcoming season for him and for everybody. And my follow-up to that is what do you bring to the table and what can people be looking for you to bring to the table this year? I'm, I'm going to bring a lot. Uh, first thing first, stopping the run, um, rushing the passer and everything, and shoot, doing what I can for what the team needs me to do in order to contribute out there. You know, you, you can't you can't be a one-person player out there and just thinking it just, it's just your court. You know, do the little things to make the big things happen. You know, if you take with the double team, um, you're not you, you upset that you didn't make the play, but somebody else made it because of what you did in order to contribute. So my, my focus is just doing the little things and just making the big things happen at the end. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. Well, Renette, Renette, we appreciate you being so gracious with your time. Uh, before we get out of here, Zen, was there anything that you wanted to ask him before we get off? I don't know what your diet is like these days, but I did want to talk to you about Midwest Barbecue. It is a place over in Loveland, Ohio. Just looking at that on Instagram, like <laughs> three, yes, hours, three or four hours ago, I'm like, hold on, man, I'm trying to order some. Hey, but, <laughs> I, I, all right, so now this is the thing. This is why I brought it up. I don't want you to get off schedule. We're going to focus. We're going to Marvin Gaye our music out there. We're going to be super focused. But I'm gonna tell you, my boy Tim over there, he will look, he will look out for you. He's gonna take care of you. You give me the word, contact them. We'll have it right at your front door, or you can pull up. Whatever you want to do, and I encourage everybody watching this check out Midwest Barbecue and Creamery. And make sure you try the G Funk wings, bro. The G Funk wings is what I'm hearing are slamming. They also have brisket fries too. Brisket fries, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, He's I ain't I feel like we're starting up something where we could have we could have talked ten minutes about food for real because I'm really like a big boy at heart for real. But I just I'm like I looked at you. I said, man, he looked like he could he can go in on some wings or some ribs or something. So when we get to that point and whatever you give me the word or whatever, I'm gonna get I'm gonna shoot you over the address. And like I said, it's real good people, good family business, and that's the reason I want to mention it to you. Okay, cool. That sounds good, man. Definitely. Yes, sir. That, that, that's all I had. I really want to thank you for your time today. I know it's a holiday. You're chilling, relaxing. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your day. Blessings to you. I, I love the fact that you were so generous with your time. I appreciate all the fans, even on the holiday, chilling back with your fam, getting a chance to watch us. Orange is the new black podcast. Ace, talk to the people. What do you want to close out? Do you got anything you want to say? I just want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Be sure to definitely get you some of those G-Funk wings for sure. And, of course, we'll end the show with a yes. Thirsty. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is called of- More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. 
It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.